This is Everyday Wealth with award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and personal finance expert Gene Chatsky. Now, obviously, interest rates are playing a major role in any news story now. Yeah. So following the Fed move that you mentioned last week, where the Fed funds rate went up by three quarters of a percentage point, which, by the way, has not happened for 28 years, there are now a lot of big names coming out from Elon Musk to the folks at Goldman Sachs and Citi warning of a recession that will hit sooner rather than later. And yeah, it it is true. We are seeing some weakening of the economy, including layoffs at a number of the companies that soared during the pandemic. We've also seen the Fed minimize their total economic projections for the year. They now are saying that they expect the U.S. economy to grow by a little under 2%. That's compared to about the 3% that they were forecasting in March. But the question is, what is actually going to happen? And and this is the tightrope that the Federal Reserve is trying to walk. It seems right now like the economy, is much stronger than it was going into the Great Recession that was kicked off by the housing crisis. We've still got unemployment incredibly low at 3.6%. But the thing about a recession that you have to remember is that we're not going to know that we're in one until we've actually been in it for a while recessions look backwards. And eventually, we will be in one. We've had 45 recessions since the government started tracking these things in the 1850s. But markets look forward. And so if you look at the last three recessions, the markets turned around before the economy did. What I'm trying to say is, We can look at the markets as a sign that we will be emerging from this. Eventually, the markets will show us the direction that we're going, but we are certainly not there yet. There are additional rate hikes planned for later in the year. Of course, that could change, but that's what the Federal Reserve is telegraphing right now. So who would you say are the winners and the big losers of the Fed hiking the interest rate? So I think it all comes down to whether you are a borrower or whether you are a saver. Well, borrowers are losers. Well, some of them are losers. If you're trying to buy a home right now, you're fighting mortgage rates that are over 5%. They're actually about 5 and 3 quarters percent on a 30-year fixed rate loan. Just compare that to where they were at this time last year, which was a little under 3%, and recognize it's not just the mortgage rates. It's the fact that mortgage rates are piling onto these inflated home prices. So people who want to buy a home, losers. People who have high interest rate revolving debt on a credit card. If you've got debt on a credit card that you haven't paid off, the average credit card interest rate before the Fed hike was about 16%. It's going up to 18% very quickly, and it will continue to rise with each successive rate hike. People who were investing have not done well with these rate hikes. There's an old saying don't fight the Fed, and and we're seeing evidence of that right now. Savers will do a little bit better 
in these markets. If you have been thinking, I am getting no money on my savings, that's going to start to slowly turn around and now is not such a bad time to start shopping around for a high interest rate savings account if you want to make a little bit of money on your emergency cushion or you want to just park a little chunk of cash that you know will be worth a little bit more money tomorrow than it was today. As far as trying to influence that entire picture, I mean, people are always saying, what can I do? What can I do in this situation to make my financial life better? If your credit's not pristine, it's a really good time to work on that because you're going to get the benefit of the lower of the higher interest rates as this curve goes on. Work on your credit means pull your credit score, see where it is. Credit scores are run in a range up to 850. Anything over about 760 is good. But if you're not there, pay all your bills on time. You can have debt as long as you pay your bills on time. Make sure that you are not using about more than 30% of the capacity that you have on those credit cards. Don't shop for cards that you really don't need. And contrary to popular belief, don't close cards that you're not using because that actually hurts something called your credit utilization, which is an important component of your score. But it is something that takes a little bit of time to move up and move down, but it's very, very possible. Everyday Wealth with Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky is sponsored by Edelman Financial Engines. To learn more, visit our website, everydaywealth.com.